Hey, it's Bill. You're tuned in to SOS PGH Concert Series. That's hard. I don't know how you... <laughs> SOS PGH Concert Series Season 2, Week 3, Jazz Night. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, for those of you... That and, you were... and you picked all jazz people to be on the show. <laughs> That's Rocky. <laughs> we're pretty well, jazzy. The jazz people are hard to kind of pin down to do things, you know what I mean? So it turned into this. Um, I, I was watching a podcast last night since you brought that up, um, the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Yes. And um, they were talking about how rock bands are starting to turn into jazz bands, meaning that every time they put out a new album, the, the it's like the lead singer and a whole different backing band. And, and I thought about this. I was like, huh. Maybe that's why I can't ever get a hold of any of them. It's because they're gone. <laughs> Playing in 12 different bands. Yeah. I seen Samantha Fish last night, and her whole band was different. She changed her whole band because of COVID. She has uh-huh. a band out of New Orleans now because like, it's central to where she is, where it's easy to do shows and things. So I was kind of upset. Her, her whole band is gone, and she has another band. But she was really good. Well, you got a guy in your band, Rocky, that plays in 12 different bands. So. That's right. He needs like three more but, days a week just to get rehearsals in. But not a jazz band. No, not a jazz band. <laughs> we'll start that one up for you, though, if you want. <laughs> right, we'll do so, standards. With me tonight, Rocky Lamondi, Alexis from Alexis Art and Design, Bob in Utah, although maybe we'll reverse that, Utah and Bob <laughs> from – yeah. <laughs> if you're watching the video, um, Utah is on your left, even though it says Bob under him, and Bob is on the right <laughs> from Just the rock the station. <laughs> rock station. We don't plan <laughs> There's no planning ever. You you have been on my show and you have watched it before, right? Utah and Bob, <laughs> or Utah and, and Rocky. Bob, I don't think I've had you on, have I? I don't think, but I've watched. I think we're going to have to change that. <laughs> and Alexis. Well, you are tonight. That's true. <laughs> Alexis couldn't wait to be here this evening. <laughs> My favorite thing. So let's, let's talk. Um, well, Rocky, why don't, why don't we start with you? And Why not? Why don't you give us a little insight on how the concert series started? That's well, I think everybody knows it. It started with Eric writing a song in his bathroom. He said this story a hundred million times. We we were kind of making fun of him the other night up at the <laughs> bar, remember Utah? Uh, but uh, he wrote a tune, and uh, I wish Bob McCutcheon was here tonight because I, I wanted this to be about everybody who who has a key role in this. And he started it with me and Eric. Eric started it, but Bob let us use the studio and make the song. And 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 he's been a key part to a lot of things that me and Eric do. And 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 all kind of whenever we want to raise money for certain events and things like that, I always we always go to Bob. So uh, definitely a shout out to Bob McCutcheon at the Vault and everybody that works over at the Vault. Um, so then Todd, which couldn't be here as well because his kid plays in hockey and they play every single day. If you're a hockey parent, you know that. Um, but I guess the season's almost over. But Todd approached me about doing a concert series. He's like, how about we have some bands 
that's that we're on the recording and, and do some shows and uh, do uh, a live stream or whatever because that's what he does at Ten Band Productions. They um, he does anything. He'll put the show on for you and record it, things like that, or you could just go through his company and he will broadcast your show. And they do that. They collect the money for the tickets and things like that. So that's what his company, Ten Band Productions, does. So he's really the one that, uh, with the idea of doing a whole concert series in the first place, and he approached me about doing it. Um, so then we went to InStuff Music. Justin over at InStuff, the owner of InStuff Music. Um, Donated his club, and there's three guys that work there from two in the afternoon till eight, over eight or nine at night to do this show, and he donates all of that. Uh, so, and stuff music was key to putting this show on both um, both seasons of this um, series, the SOS series. So, between Justin and Todd, and then Bill, you do all the uh, you do all the website stuff for us, and. Um, you do the interviews each week for, for, for each episode or whatever. So um, we're with you tonight because the guys in the jazz band are very hard to pin down. And so I wasn't even going to try. And uh, usually you have whoever's performing the night after the interview on the show. But today you've got people who are involved in that. I, I contacted, actually, I did an interview with Utah for the first season. And when he came in for the interviews, when I told him, "Hey, you want to, <laughs> you want to host this series," and he, right away he said yes. Which thank you so much. It means the world to me. Um, and those guys, Utah and Bob, have been amazing. They, every every week they're there, um, and they do a great job, you know. And they're always on top of it. They know who's playing, and they they know what to talk about, things like that. They're very, and their their station pushes a lot of local music. I mean, more than any station in Pittsburgh, you're going to hear local stuff out of their station. So you got to tune into their station. And they were very uh, – Utah right away jumped on it when I asked them to do it when we did an interview at, uh, for the first season. So it wasn't even um, – he actually played on the second season, on the first night of the second season. So it wasn't even that I was getting him to play. I just was interviewing him because of Shady Lady Productions and the grassroots show. So I just wanted to hear what they had to say about the pandemic and how they were affected by it. So that's what the whole thing is about is how someone and how each musician was affected by the pandemic and what they lost and what they've done and what they worked on since, since it happened. So th that was it. And Alexis has been with us since the beginning. She did all the art. She did the video for the song. She does everything you see on, uh, on, media, social media, and things like that. So uh, she's been there since the beginning. So uh, I just wanted to make – I just wanted to have this night and have you do this interview. And Justin's going to join us from InStuff Music whenever he can. He's getting his COVID shot, so that's good. But uh, I just wanted to – I wanted you to talk to the people who really are uh, putting it on and, and doing all the work. You know? a, a little known fact about Utah um, – Build the scene. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do your real name, even though I know it. <laughs> I I can tell that story how I found out. <laughs> um, back in 2004, I started a website called AK Music Scene, which has eventually morphed into Build the Scene. And um, I did not name that website, and I also did not pay for the domain name. Both of those things were Utah. He helped me come up with the name, and he got me started by paying for the domain name. So there are lots of people that 
are at the base of what I do now, and Utah is one of them. So I wanted to give him a, a shout out and, and a thank you. It doesn't surprise me at all. But all right, so we kind of skipped over Bob Cup. <laughs> so Bob is is the voice of rock football, <laughs> and I graduated sure. from there. <laughs> Here we go, Bill. That's for you. <laughs> what do you? What, hey, Bob. What do you do at Slippery Rock? You, you announce the football games. I do their. Yeah. I do play-by-play for football for them. Oh, that's great! I see. He's, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. He's also in their media hall of fame, by the way. Oh yeah. Yes. Today, a bus to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the next project. <laughs> and the voice of um, Grassroots Show with Utah. And yes. um, what I can't remember the other name, the other show. There's another show that's you on the rock station as well, correct? Well, yeah, I do Couple. the rock fabric on Saturday nights from 10 to midnight. And of course I have a three to seven show weeknights uh, as the rock doctor. The rock doctor. All right. Yeah. What doctor wears Judas priest t-shirts <laughs> instead of scrubs? <laughs> a rock doctor. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, been doing it a long time, and uh, I'm certainly glad we're rock and roll. But it's certainly, you know, uh, since meeting this guy, you know, that's when we, right when we were flipping the rock, and uh, we added the, the local music facet to it because I've always been a big fan, you know. And uh, fortunately, we have a, a an ownership group that uh, lets us cater to the community and the hometown people, and it's worked out ever since uh, eight years of the grassroots show, and we've been playing local music pretty heavy. So how how did that conversation go? When, when did Utah come to you and say, "Hey, what do you think of?" Or or did you go to Utah? <laughs> well, actually, he was coming in to promote a show uh, because uh, we have three radio stations at our facility, uh, and so being a small market station, we bounce between a lot of the different sh- stations. And I actually host a morning show on our country station, and then bounce through the walls to the FM side and do sports and some kibitzing over there. And then I'm on that later in the day, but Utah was coming in to promote an event that Shady Lady was doing. And as we were getting ready to chat uh, about his promo, we were shooting the breeze and found out we both uh, loved uh, UFO, the band and uh, Michael Schenker. And next thing you know, that conversation evolved into having beers and, uh, you know, then uh, the local music and what he was involved in. And I was a fan and, I used to be involved in the music scene years ago with a different promoter uh, when I was actually connected to Slipper Rock University and just graduating from there. And we did a magazine called Still City Rock years ago. And it just kind of evolved into, man, we need to bring this uh, music scene back to the radio. And so we struck up the grassroots conversation and uh, picked Sunday nights at seven o'clock. And here we are eight years later. And I honestly told him at the time, well, we've got about six, six months worth of music. And we'll see how this goes. And here we are eight years later. And it's just, I mean, scratching the surface, honestly. And and the big thing was uh, taking the concept to management at the radio station and them embracing it and continuing this. And not only they let us do it on Sunday nights, they take the music from that and put it in regular rotation. We've got the Band Jam Grassroots Music Festival that has grown out of this. It's it's, it just is it really highlights the talent, the quality, the musicianship everything from this area. It's as good as anything on the national scene. And you, you can watch it on Thursday nights on SOS Pittsburgh concert series. It's as good as anything on the national scene. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
so I, I kind of hinted at, at finding out what Utah's real name was. I um <clears throat> I did a Who Is search on his domain name, and you have to put your real name in. There, now everyone's going to figure out what your name is. <laughs> He's been hung up on this for 20 years. I am. Well, listen. Here, I goes, knew he was going to go here, too. I've known him goes, for 20 years. Like, so, so what? It, it goes back. Here's where, here's where it goes back to. So when I first became familiar with Utah, I hadn't met him yet. There was also another acoustic act named Montana Bob, and I couldn't get straight in my head which one was which. So I was trying to remember a way – to remember Utah is this one, and that's that's what I did. I went and figured out what his name was. <laughs> Montana Bob. Montana Bob. Always about a Bob. There's always a Bob somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Montana Bob, Bill. Okay. <laughs> Back to Montana Bob. <laughs> All right, so Alexis, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? and how artists could get in touch with you. Um, yeah, so I have a little company that I'm starting called Alexis Art and Design. Um, I do all sorts of stuff. I guess I'm technically a content creator, um, but at the heart of everything, um, I'm an artist, so I just make all sorts of random stuff. Um, but yeah, with this project, I've uh, dive, been diving pretty deep with video, video editing, um, a lot of graphic design work, so it's been really fun. But yeah, I just want to dive in and say that you've done a fantastic job. We are everybody was from the very first episode. That was a lot of the content that we talked about afterwards. Just blown away by everything you've done. Oh, thank you. I have a great team. So, well, the visual experience of the SOS PGH. Yeah series has just been mind-blowing just as much as the content and and i speak very highly of both uh what you guys have done rocky and everybody involved and, and alexis uh it is such a cool visual experience that you want to go back and watch it over and over again because the music's so good and everything that goes with the whole package has just been so well thought out together uh, I, 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 it's the best 10 bucks anybody's going to spend in, in, for anything they do uh, for a couple of hours on a Thursday night. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So Alexis team consists of Dominic comes through the doorway every once in a while. And he's like, are you still working on that? And she's like, <laughs> get out of here. So that's her, her team. It's just Dominic <laughs> comes through the door and gives her an evil look and tells her to get yeah, when you're editing for 30 hours, sometimes you need a second opinion. So even though he hates being my second opinion, a lot of uh, things musically, like with timing and uh, just conversations, like he actually helps with. He'll be like, that doesn't make sense. And I'll have to sit and look at something for another 10 hours to figure out what he's talking about. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm past that point of it. My wife just goes, are you doing that again? Yeah. <laughs> Jill don't even ask me anymore. So when when I started what I do, um, and you talk and can confirm this because he's been here, we used to, bands would come in and play live in my living room, and we broadcasted it live, and whatever happened, happened, and sometimes um, things that probably shouldn't have happened, happened live, and... <laughs> um, yeah, you, you were told to burn our episode the day we all showed up drunk off. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
there were some things like uh, one morning I went the next morning I got up to leave and I walked out the back door and I tripped over a bass player from a local band who was sleeping on my back porch in fe- <laughs> February. <laughs> um, but I can you guess who that was. But... <laughs> you can. He, he was on your label. <laughs> yes, I know. I know you're talking. <laughs> I get that's all he wants to say about that situation. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't call people out, Bill. Oh, but it's fun. <laughs> you, ought, you ought to learn that a little bit. <laughs> Listen, I've told that story so many times. If they don't know who it is by by now, um, they know. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> um. Anyway, okay. I'm, I'm just going to just go ahead and say that. Uh, for like. $100 and a steak and some asparagus is what I'd sell my soul to the devil. <laughs> I didn't even ask that question yet. $100. $100. bucks. a good steak, some asparagus. You should have some more self-worth, Rocky. I'm just saying I think that would be my price for the – Crossroads. When we but get to the crossroads, in return, just the steak and a hundred bucks. Yeah, I could do a lot with a hundred dollars. Well, I was steak. just gotten asparagus right when you talked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <You were. laughs> I'm having steak tonight. Soon's we're done. That's my awesome. wife. That's my wife. My wife hiding out. She wants food. <laughs> this is why you can't keep it long, Bill. <laughs> All right. So since Rocky brought it up, if you were standing at the crossroads waiting for the devil. What would you be there to ask him about? Like, what do you, what do you want from the devil? <laughs> Silence. Alexis, you go first. <laughs> if I was lost at a crossroads and the devil <laughs> happened to walk up, I'd probably just ask for directions. <laughs> I don't think that I would want anything else. <laughs> I would sell my soul for sure. So. You I, would or you wouldn't? Wouldn't. I'm going to keep my soul. He can't have it. <laughs> okay. Mine's not worth much. That's why I, I'll just. Yeah, you Apparently need a steak and 100 bucks. <laughs> and asparagus. Asparagus. <laughs> I'll get a drink, too. <laughs> I, I thought that was the perfect question for the blues people, and I, I think I offended Stevie a little. <laughs> I don't think you offended her. Okay, Utah. What what are you gonna ask? Oh, I'm 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 with Alexis. I, I to quote a a Doppler album, I'd say which way to go. Yeah. <laughs> that was my same answer. I'm, I'm in fact I wrote a song about not selling my soul to the devil, so maybe you'll be hearing that sometime soon. So there you go. Hey Bob, what what would you what would you do? I'd just be asking for bands to be able to tour again, and we get to go see them. I thought he was going to go Slippery Rock National Champion. (laughs) Well, actually, I would want Michael Schenker back at UFO, Lane Staley back live again, and everybody tours with Judas Priest. Me and you were supposed to go to Priest last night. I know. We were were going to Priest, and then uh, (laughs) everything got rocked. We're we're metalhead brothers. (laughs) I. I realized the other day the last show I went to was Frank Vieira. Wow. So and it was ours was cheap trip. 
Yeah, it's ours was cheap. Trick, Feb- yeah. February of 2020. Yeah, so uh, that was cheap trick was February. Yeah, yeah. February so been, 2020, Palace Theater. Been over a year. America's and it was country. And Frank just is putting out new material. How we, about that? we love Frank. In fact, we're going to be be playing one of his brand new songs this Sunday on the Grassroots Show. Yeah, he's a great friend, longtime friend of the yeah. show. So. He's got a brand new album he's releasing the following week. Yeah. So it's great stuff. We've heard uh, heard a preview of the album. Yeah. It's pretty good. I just so Frank's a heck of a talent. Saturday, I did a takeover on a um, UK streaming radio station for about forty minutes, and I played I played Skell, I played <laughs> a Common Crown. Um, the Shiners and Frank Vieira. <laughs> wow, there you go. That's a nice it's, blend. It's it was an interesting mix. <laughs> have to have a helmet on for Skell, though. Yes, reckless. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing these helmets, fellas. <laughs> a week from Thursday. <laughs> I want the so Bill, Bill, You never, you never say what you'll sell your soul for. That's because you no one ever asked me. Well, we're well, asking. <laughs> All right, so he he sold his soul to find out my real name. I, <laughs> maybe I, maybe that's why I've never answered it. <laughs> he can't ever not bring it up. Ever. <laughs> it was it was in the contract. I'm not allowed. It's a non-disclosure. <laughs> um, honestly, I think I'm I'm with I'm with Alexis. I don't think I could sell my soul. Um, and. Some of that may be the fact that I'm a Catholic school speaking where people can hear me, and some of that may be truthful. <laughs> um, See, that's the easy answer, though. Well, listen, you, you gotta- listen. There, there's being a Catholic school teacher has its has its privileges. I once had a Jehovah's Witness lock knock on the front door, and they started okay. into their spiel, and I said, "I'm sorry, I'm a Catholic school teacher," and they slowly backed away and said, "I'm sorry," and I've never seen them again. That's so, a good thing. So there's your there's your plan for the next time they show up. <laughs> well, they didn't try very they hard. No, they did not. <laughs> um, I think if I had to answer it, when when the Pennsylvania Rock Show first started, and I realized it was going to be more than the first episode that I didn't know was the first episode, um, I said that the goal was to get some local bands signed. Um, I think that since the um, industry itself has shifted and changed, it would be to just continue getting this local music scene heard because there's so much talent in this area, and and it's a shame that they don't get the eyes and ears that they should. So it was it would be to get them get them heard by more people. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. There's so much talent. You know, we've reached out to A&R guys from New York City and beyond, and how some of these bands don't get a look see. It's just amazing. And you know, we talked to a lot of people from across the nation that have been around this area and moved to L.A., New York yeah. City, wherever, and they all comment on on the talent that, that they see right in this area and come out of, and compared it to where they're living, and they don't they don't see any difference. I mean, the talent is that good here. Uh, it's amazing. Well, where'd he go? <laughs> he was just there. Yeah, I don't know. He was. He's that... talking to the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's, he just sold his soul. Yeah. <laughs> I might ask 
the devil to get rid of a Rocky's clicking pen. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that is? That clicking pen just got to go, man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. I got to stuff. Justin came in at the perfect Justin. time. <laughs> Can you hear us, Justin? Oh, boy. Why is my screen so skinny? I got no room in here. <laughs> Turn- I can't hear you guys. How are you? What's up? There you go. There he is. Hey, oh, okay, that's a secret. <laughs> no one told me that. I'm sorry, guys. I had to uh, rush in and um, get back. I didn't realize it, and my wife told me at the last second. So, <laughs> anywho. Is that shot one or shot two? That is uh, number three. Uh, three. They missed the first. They missed the first time. <laughs> That's two. That's cool. Good. So, Justin, you came in right. I before. love that beer, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> right, right when I asked them what what they would sell their soul to the devil for. <laughs> oh, yet. For me, what? Ah, jeez. Um, that's a really good question. Uh, wow, man, put me on the spot right away. Uh, you know what? I my family is the most important to me. To be quite honest with you, you know, I've been brought up and, and, and work with my wife. My mom's my best friend. My wife's my best friend, and I got. Seven probably sell my soul to the devil to make sure everybody's health and has fun. I think that's the most important thing to me, and they, and that would be my 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 uh, myself. I think, and my beard are never empty. <laughs> Constant refill. I'm not technically driving the having a beer in a parked car. That's probably a good thing to stress. Uh, so that's not okay. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, they Rocky. say you're. They say you're supposed to get a little alcohol in you after you get the shot. So that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> uh, definitely helps fight off um, everything that. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, Rocky, so you picked the first question. You want to pick the second one? No, I'll let you do it, Bob. This is your show. <laughs> you forgot to say Montana. <laughs> You're gonna oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Montana, Bob, yeah. I don't even know what happened to that guy. You remember him, right, Utah? Yeah, we've had him on the show. In fact, he gives yeah. us music he's still, he's probably still a couple there. times a year. We, I'm going to have to music. We put him on. <laughs> he's playing with a woman named uh, Barb. I'm sorry if we get her last name, but they kind of have a little duet thing going. Yeah, he's still talking about the music and playing. Driving down the road and writing, yeah. writing lyrics. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, see, he went right to the oddball questions, and I have to... <laughs> huh. um, see, it's hard because all my questions are... Like, I can ask it, but you know, Alexis and, and Bob might not have answers. Because they're usually geared towards musicians. 
Justin, are you a musician yourself? I am. Okay, so <laughs> um, let's do this. If you could sit down with anyone in the history of the world that was involved with music in any way and talk to them for an hour, but you're only allowed to ask one question, and then you have to sit and listen to the answer, who would you want to sit with and what would you ask them? Are these rapid fire questions to me? Because I <laughs> well, you do not have you do not have to go first. We could we could pick on somebody else. <laughs> I would say Pete Way of UFO, and and I say that because I'm reading his autobiography right now. And of yeah. course, he has since passed, but reading the book, I would imagine he would be able to carry an hour long conversation, and it would be very entertaining. So what, what question would you ask him? How are you, how did you live till you were like 70 years old? <laughs> <laughs> Be the same question for Keith Richards. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> there's, there's so many musicians that have just... I, I, I still remember quite a few years ago, um, uh, uh, Paul McCartney played the... Uh, uh, and what did he do? Played like three and a half hours yeah, straight. What's his age right now? And and you and you realize like a still alive right now, and b still super relevant. Able to do? I couldn't even play a three. I couldn't even play a two and a half. Five minute sets are my favorite. <laughs> Uh, God, I'm a keyboard player because if we went longer than that, I would always age to, to use the bathroom real quick and then come back in on a song for me to be on it. So <laughs> that was really important to me to be able to voice room if I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, Matt Ferrani posted a, a meme about that this week. It said, before you go on stage, make sure you use the restroom. <laughs> it depends on which way you look at it you know it's the breaking of the seal or um right it, it, it depends on on, on uh... especially when you're doing an SOS PGH show because you're playing in almost every band as the drummer that night <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go there <laughs> It's like that at regular gigs for Matt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rocky, who would you sit with and what would you ask? I don't know. Uh, I'd sit with Rod Stewart probably because I, I would like to hear uh, – I would ask him uh, just a general question about what it was like in the faces because it's, oh, it's my favorite rock and roll band. I so. I would love to hear the stories of the faces and how, I guess if I had just one question, I would just, and I don't know if he would be the right person to answer it because he's probably the one that broke up the band, but uh, I, would, I would ask about what, how the faces ended, you know, how Ronnie Wood went to the stones and then he started a solo thing and just, you know, I guess that. What was, I cannot think there was a video Rod Stewart video where he's in the back of a pickup truck with a little boy with like orange curly hair. Does anybody remember that video? 
Mm-mm. See, now I'm going to have to look it up on YouTube because the little boy looks like what my brother did as a kid. So I always used to harass my brother about the video. I'm like, look, you're with Rod Stewart. <laughs> it probably wasn't the faces. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't the faces for sure. No. <laughs> anyway, um, Utah, do you have an answer to that? I'd say it already happened. I, I, I got to talk. I'm not starstruck. So, I, you know, I promote shows. I've had people in. I, uh, I'm just not starstruck or anything like that. But one time I got to uh, sit and chat with Bunny Carlos, who I think is one of the greatest drummers there ever was. And uh, just asked him about drum tuning because I'm a drummer as well. Uh, not so much anymore, but I was. And just that chat was so cool. And uh, I'll never forget it. He was a cool dude. And he plays in America's Greatest Rock and Roll Band, or he did. So. It was going Cheap Trick. <laughs> I opened up for Cheap Trick once at uh, Conneaut Lake, or I think it was Conneaut Lake, somewhere where there was an amusement park. But uh, Tom Peterson wanted to buy my bass, and he sent uh, he sent a couple guys over at first, and then he came back himself and offered me money for my bass, and I was like, "That's man. awesome." Tom yeah. Peterson is so cool, man. He's so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. So Utah, you playing drums? I remember the first time I saw that. That's um, it was Bum, um, oh, on, yeah, on Bum. stage at Islin, and they they literally they they all basically walked in a circle and took the next instrument and played the next song. That's cool. I like that. Those were good times. That was uh, Bruce, Utah, and Marty, or Bud Ugly Man, whatever way you want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> But I um, Alexis, do you have an answer for that one? Well, I'm not a musician, so I get to have an extremely ridiculous answer for this. Um, but in the spirit of Jazz Week, I would probably want to meet with Sun Ra. Um, if people don't know who Sun Ra is, he had some really absurd theories. So go check out some of his uh, documentaries. Um, and he believed he's like an alien from Saturn, like here on Earth to preach peace. Um, so I guess I would just ask him like what he felt the meaning of the universe is. So that's probably a long answer. Yeah, but that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it is. I like it. So I just want to know how the faces broke up. She wants to know the meaning of the universe. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> maybe Sun Ra will show up tomorrow night. Yeah, maybe in spirit. There you go. <laughs> Be awesome. Um. I'm, I'm going to say something that I normally wouldn't, but I, I'm I'm a rock and metal guy. Everybody knows that. When I try and push build the scene out to other genres, I get a little pushed back from the other genres because they don't know who I am. But I really, coming into season two, wasn't sure about having the theme nights, how that was going to go over. And um, I have really, really enjoyed them, and I wasn't expecting to um, because – you know, they weren't really my thing, I thought. And then I watched it, and I was like, why isn't this my thing? So if you're sitting out there and you're watching this and you're going, well, I don't know. It, it, it's something you want to check out. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I, oh, sorry. No, that was me. I, I, I noticed you're I clicking. was clicking. <laughs> <and so I laughs> dropped. Uh, the, the Blues Night was off the hook. Yeah. Yes, uh, it the was. Night was just it was the uh I mean I just thought that was fantastic. And you know, I've 
I'm not the biggest blues fan in the world, but still good music is good music. And there was a lot of variety there. The, the talent and the musicianship was fantastic. It was off the, it was off the wall, man. Yeah. It's going to be the same way for the jazz night. I mean, yeah. they're, they're different experiences for sure. I mean, like when we did the singer songwriter night, people were a little bit more, you know, calm in the room as well. And which I think you'll get that tomorrow with the jazz night as well. But, uh, um, it's, when I, when I did the second season, I started thinking about it. I thought how cool it would be to – because we always said in all the interviews and we've talked to everybody that, you know, um, it would be really nice if, if different kinds of music and genres of music in Pittsburgh started helping each other out, whether it's just by, you know, passing the word on that this club has this kind of band or whatever or, or talking and spreading other kind of music around. So that's kind of what I was going for, and I wanted to get – more of communities together. So tomorrow night you're going to have extremely talented people. Roger Humphrey senior. Um, he was my teacher at Kappa in high school and he's a world renowned jazz drummer. He's been on um, classic jazz recordings. Um, you, anybody who knows anything about jazz knows about Roger Humphreys. And that doesn't mean just here in Pittsburgh. That means everywhere. And, um, and there's a ton of other guys playing tomorrow with him and John Shannon actually from Con Alma with, he was from Pittsburgh, moved to New York and played on a lot of jazz stuff and toured with a lot of people. Now he owns Con Alma, which is opening up another Con Alma down in um, across the street from Heinz Hall, I believe. Um, he's involved and got all the other musicians, jazz guys together because he, he works with them constantly and he's another, he's a fantastic guitar player. So the talent tomorrow night that you're going to see uh, is, is, is high. You know what I mean? It's, it's high quality of talents and all from Pittsburgh. And I like that about all the genres of music. Everybody always says that the other cities are music towns. I really believe the Pittsburgh hat is just as good, if not better than, almost any town. And I'll put that up against Nashville, Memphis, the whole Austin. There's blues people here in Pittsburgh that are just as good as those people. And if, and a lot of the people from Pittsburgh go to those cities to play, but they're Pittsburghers and they come back to Pittsburgh and, you know, there's, there's a lot here to offer. And I, and if that's what I was trying to go for with this series in general was to get people together and Utah will, will say, it because I interviewed him and that's what we got down to. And the question is, what do you miss the most? It's, it, we miss seeing the bartenders and the other musicians and stuff going to shows and things like that. And it was to see, well, what would you do to make this town better musically? And a lot of people did say, um, you know, working with other musicians and things like that. But I have noticed in general, just in general, it's, it's hard to get people who aren't into a certain kind of music to just back music in general. You know what I mean? And it seems like clicks and I wish they would work together more. You know what I mean? I wish, I wish everybody would work together in, in the music industry, a little industry, but the music scene here in Pittsburgh a little bit more. So that's kind of what I was pushing for do, out of that. Do you want to mention your upcoming single and what's going on with that? Or do you want me to be quiet about that? Oh, no, it's cool. Borster Boys are coming out with something, I think, four or five weeks. It's called Walking Away, and um, it was recorded at the vault, and we have a horn section on it, which is pretty cool. We have a horn section on a lot of our new tunes. We brought in horns, and uh, at Walking Away, actually, we feature a local uh, rapper. His name is uh, Gallo. So at the end of the song, it goes into this rap, 
it, it's 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 kind of me and Bob were sitting around. We were like, we should start thinking about maybe working with bringing in a different, you know, if a rock band had like a blues guitar player come in to play on one song or something like that. Just some way of getting people together to start collaborating and and bringing different genres together that maybe wouldn't be together, but maybe see what happens. You know what I mean? And I think it came out really well for us anyhow, the more support song. I may have heard it, and I definitely agree. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. You like it? I do. I when That's you cool. sent it to me first, I was like, uh, and then when I started playing, I was like, yeah, this works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. It worked. It totally worked for him. So, so you know, when Rocky's talking, you talk when Rocky's talking about collaborating, he's living it. He's not saying just saying. <laughs> I think this is what should happen. It is happening <laughs> I, yeah. I think one thing about the the theme night too was we had three bands through season one each night and it opened it up to 12 you know 12 different artists that represented different groups and and so i mean it just expanded it a lot more by being able to do that as well yeah, and you're getting to see that much more talent on yeah. stage yeah. at one sitting you know last week what a dozen different people you know were up there uh, performing, yet you had other musicians surrounding them. So the exposure to the musicianship was just yep. incredible. And and I thought the songwriter, singer-songwriter night was over the top for that reason. And now you've just blown that up even more. So, you know, and, and I like that fact, what, what, what you're going for, Rocky. And I think, you know, the more exposure that people put on that, because it, we, not only do you have to get the musicians to buy into that, you've got to get the listener to buy into that. You know, you see country music doing that now where they're, you know, they're doing some country guys and they're bringing in some rappers and some people accept it. Some people don't, but yeah, it's a yeah. great way to, to broaden the base and not pigeonhole your genre uh, in particular, but we've got to get the, the listener and the people that, you know, that, that are going to come watch that show to buy into it as well. And I think if they just look, at the musicianship itself, I think they'll accept it. A good song is a good song. Yeah. It doesn't matter the genre. Yeah. Well, we were talking about also, you know, like having shows where there was a country band, a uh, rock band, and a blues band. You know what I mean? Like whatever, just, just different genres. So that way, when people came to a club and they actually sat down and listened to the music or whatever – you, you might open yourself up to something that you didn't think you liked or whatever. So, I mean, that was kind of like a, a thing I was trying to do, you know, and, uh, and I still will in the future. Um, you uh, know, I'd like to, I'd like to jump in and say that we do that at the band jam grassroots music say, festival. You will see the everything. entire spectrum that whole weekend and uh, the feedback we've gotten on that, through this will be our eighth year we had to cancel last year of course it would have been our ninth um but it's been phenomenal people love the the diversity just seeing the different kinds of music and of course the 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 artists just bring it it's their a-game you know from the minute we kick things off and everybody's like wow yeah wow i didn't think i would care for that wow yeah and when you have people coming up saying that about skell and homicide black and you know, J. Roger Davis or, you know, I mean, I mean, they, they, they comment about it all. And you've, you've got a melting pot there with that. And it, if you put it in front of them and you do it the right way, yes. I think they will accept it. I agree. Uh, but we all need to do that a little bit more. I think. Yeah. And uh, if you're looking for tickets for that, you can go to the, to the bandjam.com. Correct? 
That's it. Yep. And Tell you everything you need to know. And for tickets, uh, Rocky will be there with the Borstal Boy. That's right. That's right. And my drummer to hear that new song. My dr- yeah, you'll hear it, and my drummer will be there with seven other bands, probably. <laughs> no, I limited him to two. I limited him to only two. Are we on the same night, Utah? I'll put you on the same night. We'll butt you right up together to keep wondering. it. Easy. Yeah, we'll make it happen. I'll have that soon. Awesome. Um, if you're interested in checking out this concert series, it's SOS 2020. I I messed it up. <laughs> I'm going to wait SOS for it to scroll. PGH. SOS 2020 PGH.org forward slash sponsors. There you go. I can't do it anymore. The first season, it was like, and then someone let us take a month off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we well, did. You know, another great thing, you know, we were just talking about, you, you know, bringing in the different influences of music and whatnot, but it is networking. I've met so many people. Just even through this, like I want to reach it. We're going to have Todd on the show, not this Sunday, but the Sunday after from 10 Band. Um, I'm still meaning to reach out to Alexis because I have songs that I need videos to. That I, you know, it, it's it, so it's really, it's been cool. And, you know, we're up north. We're in the Butler area, you know, and uh, so we're everything. <laughs> but, uh you know, to, to, to meet up with everybody else and get these different exposures, and that's been fantastic. And I think it's it's gone the other way as well. So that, that's really helped. I've um, scheduled some podcast guests from, from the episodes too, um, and I cannot say his last name. Um, he went on last singer-song night, singer-songwriter night. Brian, oh, Brian, Brian Genovese. Brian Genovese, yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, and I've reached out to a few others, but I don't have – date set for them yet and <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have bradley scott yeah. malone on bradley malone will be on yeah. soon it's gonna be bradley's from the uh he's on the vault with me in the borsa boys and royal honey so he's he's a good player good guy yeah everybody man i mean it, it was nice for everybody i think i think it was exposure for everybody um just being on the series, you know i think a, a lot of people um I, i'm really happy a lot of people wanted to be involved you know, I mean, everybody did this all for free. I mean, nobody made any money off of this from the song down to every single night to everybody working, everybody did stuff working, Bob and Utah coming down, you doing the, the uh, website, Alexis doing all the graphics. Nobody got paid. It's all of everything went to this cause. Um, so status quo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, uh, to turn the page, I guess I'd like to flip that and start making money at stuff like this. So, if anybody figures out a way to do that, let me know. You can, uh, you know, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or. Well, if you're listening, we say this on the show all the time. It's it's the best value for your entertainment dollar. Local music is, and so, you know, go out to a local show. That's that's you're gonna you're gonna be entertained. Yeah, just go out to a local show and and. What buy the merch and buy the CD? Buy CD. Support tune, the support the musicians. Tune know? into the Rock Station ninety seven seven. So I might, <laughs> I might be getting old, but I went to Samantha Fish last night, and it was a uh, five thirty start time. The show was from five thirty to seven. It was the greatest thing in the world because yeah. yeah. it was early. I mean, I, I think that might be my new thing. 
<laughs> is doing early shows. What do you guys think? a lot about that. Yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah, nobody wants to stay out to one o'clock in the morning and times have changed in that front anyway. Uh, you know, especially if you want to go have a beverage. I mean, your, your life has changed in that front for the most part. So I, I think people enjoy going to a seven or an eight o'clock show and, and you know, having things wrapped up and, by 11 o'clock. And before this, I, we just had rehearsal tonight with uh, I play with Jennifer Lynn Baker, who was on your blues night. And she went to the second show of that night <laughs> last yeah. night. And she said, she said, I'm too old for this. <laughs> you know, we staying out this late. So. That was only till 11 because the second show was like 9 to 1030 or something. It was an hour drive and, you know, all of that. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I would have paid $10 each for the singer-songwriter yeah. night. I would have paid $10 for the blues night. The fact that you're paying $10 to get this whole series and access to that first series you know, the best entertainment dollar value. It's incredible. And I encourage people to, to share it with a friend and support the cause because you guys are doing some great things with this. And the fact that nobody's getting paid, everybody's donating to promote this, this whole scene and support the people that have been shut down for the last year is phenomenal. Um, along those lines, um, this is where I really put you guys on the spot, but what would you tell the venue owners that, that are, that are going to be watching this? What would you want them to know? Well, they've, they've been hurting it right along with everybody else. I, that's, uh, I mean, that's what this is we're, for. We're there for you. We're there yep. for you. Yeah. Yep. We want people to come support the musicians, support the venues. And, you know, we've all missed, uh, you don't have to be a musician to have, have missed the music scene. Uh, because I'm not a musician. I'm just a fan. And, we're all aching to see this resume to be able to go see a show. And I think the bottom line is we cannot take it for granted again. And we need to tell the venue owners, we don't want to take it for granted again. We want to get our friends and come back to a show. And that's why he's in the hall of fame. <laughs> that was an excellent answer. <laughs> um, last, Rock. what's that? I said The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> I, uh, for the record, most of the teachers where I where I work are from went to Cal U. Yeah, <laughs> you must be the best teacher that teacher there. Then <laughs> it's also like three miles from Cal U. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, last question. We'll make it a tough one. Um, good because uh, the pirates are down one to three. Oh, <laughs> who didn't know that would happen? <laughs> All right, they probably gave a bobblehead away though to get the 10,000 people there. <laughs> okay, so we're not supporting the pirates, apparently. <laughs> well, they're in Detroit anyway. I don't, I don't support the nuttings. <laughs> Is who I don't support for the last 35 years or whatever. <laughs> Sid Bream ran around third base. Slowest <laughs> white man on earth ran around third base and couldn't bury, couldn't throw up. Gold glove winner. That's my last, I guess, highlights of the Pirates. And don't even try to give me that one playoff game they got because they were a wild card either. Because that don't mean anything to me when you go one game above 500 and you end up in a wild card game. But okay, you can go ahead on with the show. Sorry. 
I thought I was watching the show. 1979. What can you say? All right. So, um, what one event that happened um, musically would you want to go back in time and take part in? I'll take part in. Wow. Whether you're a fan As a musician or, musician or just or a fan. Either oh, way. Okay. That's an easy one. Well, it wouldn't be Woodstock. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> that was too too wet. I think I know what Bob's is. Mine's probably different, but I think I know what Bob's is. <laughs> Anybody want to go first? <laughs> Well, I will. Uh, any Led Zeppelin performance in the United States whatsoever. <laughs> but I would have loved to have seen Led Zeppelin. I like it. I would I'll like back to the 2015 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, performance. It was at 15, 2015. And uh, we saw Cheap Trick. Oh, that was 2016. It was at 16. That's why you tripped me up. All right. All right. 2016. Cheap Trick, Steve Miller Band, Chicago, Deep Purple. Wow. And wow. we ended up at the Chicago after party. Yeah, we did. Uh, thank you, JV. <laughs> and uh, had a phenomenal, phenomenal night. So that was that was a pretty cool experience. And truly, as a non-fan of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that was the last rock and roll show that they will probably ever induct. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And then we went and saw Joe Grishecki in Asbury Park, you know, capped off the weekend. So, <laughs> the, the Jack people are actually texting me right now. They want to know where they can drink and smoke tomorrow night for the, for the event. <laughs> On stage. That's what we want to yeah, see. Right. Them smoking. <laughs> I, I I get yelled at all the time for smoking on stage. I, I just say it's a fog machine and it's a prop that's in my mouth. And sometimes that's uh, that goes over and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, it's up to luck of the draw, I guess. I was talking on a different form of smoking, but all right, we, we, we got to hear from Alexis here. So, again, in the spirit of jazz, I probably would just love to see any Miles Davis concert ever. So, yeah. That would be cool. I'm going to say Faces because, obviously, I wasn't around to see the Faces live. So, every one of my answers tonight have been about the Faces. (laughs) I love Ron Wood. Ronnie Wood is one of the greatest ever. I agree. Totally. So, well, we want to see faces tomorrow night peering into their computer and watching some jazz and supporting the uh, Save Our Stages effort. So I actually have have an answer for this one. It's actually more of a regret. Um, I used to work at Kittyland in Kennywood, and um, the there were two managers, one in the front, one in the back. I was in the back. And the front manager's brother worked at Ticketmaster, and he gave her a stack of Skinner tickets. And she brought them, and she probably gave me twenty, and I didn't go. I I passed them out. I had to work open to close the next day, and instead of skipping work, I went to work and skipped Skinnerd, and I've regretted it every day since. Skipping Skinnerd. Yep. 
So that would be it. I would go back to that day and I would go to the concert instead. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, for those of you that are tuned in, make sure you go to SOS2020PGH.org slash concerts. It's $10. It gets you all of season two, all of season one, and all of the video on demand. Um, I believe the official word is there's like 50 videos, but I think it's more like 72 the last time I looked. Yeah, um, and it keeps going up. It keeps going up. It keeps going. Everybody, I mean, anybody who wants to send me a video, if you're if you're watching this and you're in a local band and you have a video, uh, not just not like someone's cell phone video that they took of you like, at a show or something like a like produced that, video. <laughs> if you have a produced video, or if, if you have a live one and it's done well, you know what I mean. Uh, we'll put them up. Are you looking for my pen? Is that <laughs> <laughs> I didn't click. I know I gotta get this out of my hand. I thought it was a network connection issue, and then Alexis is <laughs> when it first started. I thought he was flicking a lighter. <laughs> no, my finger hurts as it is from using this lighter. <laughs> All right, so once again, make sure you tune in tomorrow, six p.m. Go to Ten Band Productions. Um, dot com or t- is it ten band dot tv? Both get you to the right place, or you can go to SOS. Or I cannot do that tonight. <laughs> SOS twenty twenty pgh dot org forward slash concerts. Thank you. That's terrible. I made it. I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should type it in your head. Well, it scrolls across the bottom, but every time I go to say it, it's not on the screen. <laughs> and uh, make sure you check out the um, all the sponsors that are on the outside of what you're viewing right now. You have the Next Door Cafe, Shady Lady Studio, Grassroots, Second Scene, Ten Band, Endeavor After LLC, Build the Scene, the Ryan McCutcheon Rhythm 19 Fund, The Vault, In Stuff Music, Alexis Art and Design, um, Flying Scooter, Moon Dogs, The Electric Crush, and Con Alma. I think I got them all. It's a rock station 97.7. And a rock station 97.7. And Shady Lady. He said. They they were second. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And uh, we, we will see you tomorrow night. I'll be in the chat room. Make sure you say hello. And we'll see you next Wednesday with the Metal Knight guests. Thank you, Bill. Thank helmet. you, Rocky. Thank you, Thanks Alexis. Thanks for having us, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, Bill. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow. Bye. Yes.